Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Television Archive, the show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Teen Titans. Today we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 2, titled Cyborg the Barbarian. I feel like that should have an echo over it. I might put an echo on that in post. Oh, who am I kidding? I'm definitely going to do that. Anyway, <laughs> yet another very, very good episode. I really enjoyed this one. It is so, so impressive. Uh, very clever bottle episode. Very well written. Very effective. Uh, very smartly handled. I-, I love the whole idea of this episode. To just have like a solo time travel adventure. Just spend a week and have one of the Titans just go into the past. Like, take a Titan and go, boop, you're in 3000 BC right now. Good luck. <laughs> And and I feel like, not only is that premise itself great, but they made a very smart decision in choosing Cyborg to be that one Titan. Uh, Because Cyborg would absolutely be the most fish out of water. Uh, And it sort of jumpstarts the best arc. I don't think Robin or Starfire or Raven or Beast Boy would have had as effective of an arc being suddenly in 3000 BC as Cyborg did. Because in addition to having a very well-done romantic subplot with, what's her name? The badass warrior chick who I loved. Man, really like that character. Cannot remember her name for shit. I'm a terrible person. Uh, But in addition to that, uh, we also... Uh, got this great arc on Cyborg's part of sort of learning to rely less on technology. Because at the beginning of this episode, we have him, like, tricking out ops, tricking out the tower with all this, like, gratuitous amounts of tech upgrades. Like, this cartoonishly massive screen, this insane sound system, a freaking waffle maker, <laughs> a ridiculously high-tech waffle maker... I especially love that one line from Raven. (laughs) Evil beware. We have waffles. (laughs) Oh, oh, this is why Raven's my favorite character. Uh, But then in the midst of that, Cyborg just randomly poofs back to 3000 BC 
And now, like, he doesn't have any of the technology he's been reliant on. Uh, he doesn't even have a recharging station to really rely on to get himself to full strength. So, he can't really use his own techno bits as much as he normally does when there's a recharging station right there. So he kind of ends up just sort of relying on normal-ass battle skills. Uh, and relying on just himself to fight in battles. Uh, and relying on just his own wit to capture certain situations. And not just, hey, I got techno bits. Look at my techno bits. You got blasted with a sonic cannon. Your face is dead now. Like... He had to sort of learn to go more analog and not rely on the technology so much. In fact, I feel like this episode, this is one of the few episodes of Teen Titans that's kind of gotten better over time. I feel like, I feel like this episode might have been made a decade too soon. Like, if this came out a decade, decade and a half later, it would be the perfect answer uh, to the present technology addiction that we face. Uh, because while it wasn't non-existent back in 2000, whenever the hell this came out, I forget. It was like mid-aughts, I think. Yeah, mid-aughts. I can't remember which exact year, but it was definitely like the middle of the aughts. So like right smack dab there. And while it wasn't non-existent back then by any means, like, it was not nearly as pervasive as it is today. So I feel like this episode is just more powerful in 2019. Its message has grown more urgent, uh, more profound, just better in 2019 than it did in 2000-whatever. Just based on its call to, hey, don't rely on technology for literally anything, uh, because technology isn't always the best, <laughs> the best idea. Technology isn't always the best thing. It is not always the best tool for the job. Sometimes just your wits and a couple of analog tools are enough to get you through or are the best thing to get you through. Uh, we have uh, that great final sequence, that great final battle, where Cyborg's just at 7%, and he's just like, yeah, okay, I can't rely on my deal. I can't rely on my whole shtick. I, I'm gonna get on some legit armor, have a sword, and just whack at uh, magical creatures. And it's a really profound, really great image to see, like, Someone whose literal entire existence is based on technology just going, you know what, technology is not the best thing for this. And I also really, really like the villain, Crawl. Crawl is a very good filler villain. Uh, he's perfect for this episode. He's literally just a dude who just is mad with power, really wants to be respected, really wants uh, to be liked and have the perks of being champion in this little warrior culture and just has a witch create magical creatures that just eviscerate everything 
in order for him to be champion. In order for him to be all-powerful, great dude. And then the witch kind of stabs him in the back over and over again just with these little things like bringing a cyborg back just to just eviscerate uh, and just (laughs) completely outdo Crawl. And all these other, like, little jabs where the witch doesn't do exactly what Crawl wants. And Crawl's like, mm, this isn't what I meant. Uh, but his, his thirst for power and glory just sort of builds and builds and builds and builds. He builds a jealousy towards Cyborg uh, and starts directly challenging him. And eventually it just consumes him entirely. And the witch is just, he's just like, hey, witch, give me more power. And the witch is like, okay, sure. And then he, and then she turns him into just a flat-out monster who leads this army of other monsters to take out the town he was trying to save before. Like, he literally is so thirsty for power, so hungry for power that he's just like, okay, you're not going to accept me as your savior? Well, guess what? I'm your conqueror now. Like, he's a really, really good filler villain that works so, so perfectly for this episode. I also love the battle sequences for this episode. Uh, They literally just said, let's do a, like, a medieval fight sequence. Not really medieval. 3000 BC is way before medieval ages, but you get the point. Like, let's just do a classic bare bones swords and shields and stuff battle sequence just with cyborg also there and it is so well done these sequences are so exhilarating and wonderful and phenomenal Uh, i also love the sequence in the cave where cyborg discovers oh it is crawl sending these creatures to the village just so he can be the big savior and Cyborg and Crawl have this great little one-on-one fight. Cyborg operating with no power at all. Uh, sort of blinking in and out of existence, essentially. And Crawl just getting more and more power. Uh, and it's so artfully done. It's really, really well choreographed and well animated and perfect. It's a great sequence. Uh, and then he loses. The village saves him. Because Cyborg, I don't think I mentioned this, but Cyborg is officially the champion. Like, Cyborg is literally the thing that Crawl was before he showed up. So, yeah. <laughs> Just a big F you to Crawl. Well deserved, as it turned out. Uh, but they pick him up, and they figure out how to recharge him. Like, this village is just like, okay, yeah, we know how to turn power into energy now. And recharge Cyborg. And that leads into this final third act battle, which is amazing. It is epic. It is phenomenal. And then just at the climax, just when you're like, yes, like this is the moment. This is a great thing. This is the moment where it just goes perfect. Like this is the triumphant moment where Cyborg's about to do the killing blow on Crawl. Uh, Crawl has... Uh, badass warrior chick, Cyborg's being carried away, Cyborg using his last burst of strength, uh, to shoot his sonic cannon and take out Crawl, and as he's shooting, 
Raven opens up a time portal, just grabs Cyborg, and carries him through to the present. So, this sonic boom is out. The sonic cannon has fired. We don't know what it hit. We have no idea how this battle shook out. But Cyborg's back to the future. Da, 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 whatever. Uh, Cyborg is back in the tower, back in the present. And he's just like, what? why wouldn't, would you take me? I, I, I was... I had to help them. I made a promise. Like, I was supposed to protect them. I was supposed to be their savior. I was supposed to take out this dude. Like, why? Send me back. It's only a one-way deal. Why would you do this? Like, he's genuinely angry. He's genuinely pissed off that he was taken away and doesn't know what happened. These people he grew fond of, particularly badass warrior chick, like... He doesn't know if they survived. He doesn't know what happened. We just have no idea. Like, this battle ended so abruptly. Which was a stroke of genius. And then we get our wonderful, wonderful ending where Raven brings uh, a book over to Cyborg and is like, Hey, found something you might like to see. And it's a little thing chronicling the battle Cyborg just left. And you see that they won. They beat Crawl. Even with Cyborg yanked away at the last second, they still defeated Crawl. They prevailed. They won. And you just see Cyborg looking on the book just in pure happiness. Like, it's so great. It's such an ingenious ending. I absolutely love it. Uh, yeah, this is a really, really good filler. This is a really, really good filler episode. I really like it. It is very solid. Uh, anyway, if you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archives so that you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcatcher app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's simplest just a push of a button. On the Anchor app, I'll play those on the show from time to time, if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468, and support the show. Patreon.com slash Thomas Clark, pledge just a dollar a month. I appreciate everything I get through there. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. Uh, Tomorrow we will be discussing Season 4, Episode 3. Talk to you then.